Come on, let the church say amen. Say amen again. Amen. Praise the Lord. We do give God glory on this day. Won't you turn with me? Won't you turn with me uh, to the book of Luke? The first chapter, the first chapter of the book of Luke, the first chapter. Luke, the first chapter, the fifth verse. Luke, the first chapter, the fifth verse. Even as you were turning, I do want to shout out a testimony from online, a testimony from online. Sister Brooke says that God has allowed our nonprofit, IW4AL, to be able to bless others during this season. He continues to cover my family. In spite of calamities, I am truly grateful and thankful. Come on, church, say amen. Amen. Also, also, Sister Shanta Gladney says her testimony is, God has been good to me. A year ago, I lost my job, but I believe that God had a better plan for me. Blessed on uh, July the 31st, 2022 to be reinstated back into the federal government after being a contractor for 13 years. Praise God for his guidance and protection over me and my son. Come on, somebody give God glory. We thank God for the testimonies, amen. We thank God for the testimonies. Luke, the first chapter. Luke, the first chapter. The fifth, fifth verse. It says, in the time of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife Elizabeth was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were righteous in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commands and decrees blamelessly. But they were childless because Elizabeth was not able to conceive, and they were both very old. And when Zechariah's division was on duty, and he was serving as priest before God. He was chosen by lot according to the custom of the priesthood to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And when the time for the burning of incense came, all the assembled worshipers were praying outside. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you are to call him John. He will be a joy and delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. He will bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous to make people make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah asked the angel, How can I be sure of this? I am an old man, and my wife is well along in years. The angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not able to speak until the day this happens, because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their appointed time. My brothers and my sisters, I ask that you would join me in a word of prayer as we share on the sermon subject, Hush somebody's calling your name uh, hush somebody's calling your name God in Jesus name we give you glory and we thank you thank you God for this day God thank you God for your hand and thank you God for your grace and your power now God in the name of Lord Jesus I ask that you would grab a hold of me and use me anything God that would hinder me God from sharing your word with your people with power uh, move it out the way and God you have your way save somebody heal somebody deliver somebody set the captive free it's in Jesus name we pray amen and amen hush somebody's 
calling your name. So today is the first day of the Advent season. In the liturgical calendar of the church, Advent is the period of the four Sundays before Christmas. It is a, a season in which we, as a Christian church, prepare ourselves in reflection uh, as we prepare ourselves to celebrate the coming of the Christ child, the birth of Jesus. It is a, a time of great expectation, a time of great possibility. It is a time in which we really reflect upon the possibilities of God, in which we reflect upon God's ability to carve about new things, new beginnings, new possibilities. It's a time of great expectation. It's a time often that uh, liturgically is shared with what's called the Advent wreath, and often you will have candles uh, that will be lit. And each week uh, in the Advent season, in that four weeks before Christmas, uh, each week has a certain theme. That uh, the first week, this week is hope, and the next week, the second week is peace, and the third week, the theme is love, and the fourth week, the theme is joy. It's important my brothers and my sisters, because it is during this season that we are able to see and sense that God is up to something. Somebody say God is up to something. It's an incredible thing because oftentimes we can miss the power of this season and the power of this moment. We can miss on Christmas the fact that Jesus is the reason for the season. We can get so caught up in the Black Friday sales. We can get so caught up in all of the gift giving and the gift possibilities. We can get so caught up in all of the decorations. We can get so caught up in all of the food. We can get so caught up in all of the commercialization of Christmas uh, that we can miss uh, not just Christmas, but the Advent season. Uh, that we can miss, we can miss getting so caught up on Christmas that we can get so caught up in the manger uh, that we can miss the lead up to the manger. And so we can get so caught up on that Jesus came that we can miss what it feels like to be in a sense of expectation of Jesus' coming. Uh, that we can miss uh, that and the fact that there's been a blessing uh, that we can miss the sense of expectation that a blessing is on the way. And, and so I want to talk to somebody today because it's my job to, to help us in this Advent season on this day of hope, on this theme of hope, uh, to let you not let go of your hope, but understand that no matter what it looks like, good God Almighty, uh, that God is up to something. Turn to your neighbor and say, God is up to something. God is up to something. And, 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 and the blessing blessing of this Advent season, it allows us to understand that God is often up to something uh, in the midst of what seems to be your worst moment and your worst season. Uh, uh, is there anybody here who knows what it means to be serving God while God seems to be silent? Is, is there anybody here who, who knows what it feels like? I'm talking about that you are doing the best that you can. You are trying to do right by God, uh, but you don't seem to hear a word from God, that God seems to be silent in your situation and in your circumstance, that, you, that you're praying and you're, you're faithfully praying. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about you're faithfully praying, and you don't seem to be hearing any answers. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Uh, well, then this season is built for you uh, because the Advent season is a season in which uh, it is coming right on the end of the intertestamental period. The intertestamental period, that's just a big word to say, uh, the time between the Old Testament and the New Testament, amen? Uh, that if you look at it, that what the children of Israel were dealing with, they were dealing with what's called, they didn't even know it at the time, the intertestamental period, that the last time that they had heard a word, the last time that God had raised a prophet was the prophet Malachi, and that was 400 years before. Uh, the Israel had not heard a word from the Lord had not received a prophecy from God, had not had a person of God stand up and say, thus saith the Lord for over 400 years. But here you have Zechariah who is still serving in the temple. Is there anybody here who knows what it's like to have a long dry period, or to have a season in which it just feels like you just keep trying to do what you're supposed to do, but yet it does not seem like God is showing up in your situation? Here goes Zechariah. The Bible says that Zechariah Zechariah and Elizabeth. Zechariah was a priest. He was serving in the temple. He's serving in the temple, but yet he's serving in a temple and he's offering prayers up unto God, but God hasn't spoke to them for 400 years. What does it feel like, Lord have mercy, uh, to be faithful to God and not hear from God? What does it feel like to feel like you are doing the best you can by God and God's not moving in your situation? What does it feel like to show up time and time again 
and uh, but yet God seems to be silent. But I've come by to let you know that even though you don't hear God, doesn't mean that God's not moving. Uh, because in the words of some of the Instagram folks, uh, you've got to sometimes do your moves in silence. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, uh, God is moving in silence. It just because God is quiet uh, doesn't mean that God can't move. And I've come by to let somebody know that God is up to something. Turn to your neighbor and say, God is up to something. God is up to something. Don't you give up too early. This is a season of hope and this is a season of possibility because God is what? up to something. Here, we have this story about Zachariah and Elizabeth. Uh, these two older individuals, they're old, y'all, and they're old. Um, and, and, and Zachariah, it is his time to be able to go and serve. And what happens is uh, that for the priests uh, at the temple uh, that, that they would be able to serve and they would uh, they would have weeks, two weeks out of a year in which, uh, in, in which their cohort would serve, which their division would serve. And, and what would happen is that they would uh, draw lots. They would uh, be able to, uh, to figure out who was going to be the one to go and pray the prayer in the Holy of Holies and offer up prayers for all of Israel. The Holy of Holies was that place in which you went and they offered up prayers and lit incense and offered up prayers for the sins of all of Israel. And, and, and this still round, it was Zachariah's time. He got the nod. He got, and he's in there and he's in there and he's offering prayers and an angel comes to him. An angel comes to him. The angel Gabriel shows up in the midst. And folks, have I told you, it's been quiet for 400 years. Zechariah goes to work and God sends somebody to have a talk with him. And, and somebody today, I want to let you know that even though it's been a long, quiet time, God's about to send somebody to send you a word. God's about to send a word for your situation. God's about to send a word for your circumstance. And there are just a few things I believe that we can understand to understand uh, how God can move in this time of possibility. One of the first things I believe you've got to understand is that you can have fresh hope for old prayers. Uh, look to somebody and say, there's fresh hope for old prayers. Whew, I felt the Holy Ghost right there. There's fresh hope for, for old prayers. There's fresh hope for, for old prayers. And what gets me is an angel shows up, and in verse 12, it says, when Zechariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. He ain't never seen an angel before. Amen, somebody? Uh, he ain't never known nobody to seen an angel before. It's been 400 years since God uh, did a move for Israel, so it's not something that usually happens. And here comes this angel, and Zechariah is scared, and the angel Gabriel tells him, do not be afraid, Zachariah. Your prayer has been heard. Um, I thought somebody would shout right there. Your prayer ha has been heard. What prayer? Zechariah was in the Holy of Holies lifting up prayers for Israel. Zechariah was in the Holy of Holies lifting up prayers uh, that God would forgive the sins of all of Israel. Zechariah wasn't praying his prayer. And, and, and the angel goes on to say that you and your wife, I, I know that y'all have not had a child, uh, but God is about to bless y'all with a child. And your wife is about to bear a son and his name shall be John. Now, Zechariah, I, I can tell y'all how I know that that was not Zachariah's prayer because if you look a little bit further uh, Zachariah was like well how in the world can we have a child uh, because we both old amen somebody we're too old to have a child and, and, and Elizabeth has been barren we have not been able to have a child all this time and we're too old we are past childbearing age somebody in here today uh, that you feel like you are past the time and you have missed the time for God to do what you had prayed for that you believe that you have missed it. It's too late. That, there, that There's no possible way. That Zechariah uh, was not claiming theology. Zechariah was claiming biology. He was saying that biologically that we are too old to have a child. That's how I know Zechariah wasn't praying for a child uh, because uh, he was too old and his wife was too old to have a child. But yet and still, Lord have mercy, the angel came and said God has heard your prayers. In other words, uh, it may not have been a prayer you prayed today. Good God Almighty, Zechariah. But it was a prayer that you prayed uh, 30 years ago. It was a prayer that you prayed 50 years ago. I know that you and your wife are too old now, but God heard your prayer. Somebody today, uh, I've come by to let you know that there is fresh hope for old prayers. Uh, there are some prayers that you've given up on. Uh, there's some things that you just felt have passed you by, and there's no way in the world that you can still be able to attain 
created, but I've come by by the authority of the Holy Ghost uh, to let you know the Lord, God Almighty, uh, has heard your prayers, uh, uh, that God uh, has heard uh, your old prayers, uh, that God has heard uh, the prayers you prayed in the midnight hour uh, that you've given up on, uh, that God has heard uh, the prayers that you prayed uh, uh, 30 years ago, uh, 20 years ago, uh, 10 years ago, uh, that you just have gotten to the place uh, that you accepted uh, that it will never happen. Uh, I've come by to let you know uh, that God is up to something. Uh, turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, uh, God is up to something. Uh, that you've got some fresh hope uh, for some old prayers. Uh, if I got somebody up in here uh, that you know that's a good place to shout. Uh, if I got somebody up in here uh, that you know that's a good place to praise. Uh, if I got anybody up in here uh, that you can dare to believe uh, that God can still work it out for you. Uh, uh, turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, uh, God is up to something. Uh, that God is moving in silence uh, and God has been working. God has heard your prayers. Uh, but the second thing that I realized, I'm looking at scripture says that it would not, that if you could be sure of it, it wouldn't be faith. If you could be sure of it. The angel comes to Zechariah. Angel Gabriel. So Zechariah, God said you, about, you and your wife about to have a son. His name's going to be John. And he's going to usher in a whole new move of God in this world. Something that y'all been waiting for for 400 years is about to come through you and your wife. That God's about to do a work that's about to blow your mind. And Zechariah's response, Zechariah asked the angel, how can I be sure of this? Because I'm an old man and my wife is well along in years. Zachariah's first response to the angel was, how can I be sure of this? Uh, because biologically, this is impossible. Zachariah's first response to the angel was his disqualifications. Zachariah's first response to the angel was all of the reasons why he couldn't be able to receive the blessing that God sent an angel to let him know was for him. And somebody today, I want to tell you, don't be too hard on Zachariah. Because a lot of us got some Zachariah in us. That God is trying to do a major work in your life. And instead of receiving the fact that God sees you as somebody that God can use, you want to tell God why God can't use you. Want to tell God why you're not good enough. Tell God why you're not smart enough. Tell God why you're not uh, talented enough. Tell God why you're not connected enough. That God is trying to share. That God wants to do a work in you that will bless your bloodline. That will bless your children's children. That will shift the fabric of your family. And you want to tell God about where you grew up. You want to tell God about how your mama messed up. And tell God about how your daddy wasn't there and tell God about how this person misused you and tell God about how this person did this. But God is saying, I didn't ask you none of that. I just came by to let you know I'm about to answer your prayers. I just came by to let you know that I'm about to blow you up. I just came by to let you know that I'm about to do something supernatural in your life. Uh, but yet you want to tell me about every natural impediment uh, that can keep you. Uh, but don't be too hard on yourself. Moses had the same issue that God sent a burning bush to Moses. Moses is in front of a burning bush on holy ground and God says Moses I want you to go and tell Pharaoh to let my people go and Moses said how can I go, 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 go tell them God? I just it's a stutter and that Moses wanted to lift up what Moses did wrong instead of understanding that if God can cause a bush to burn and not be consumed then maybe God could use him. You see here's what's interesting to me that God sends an angel to Zechariah. Zechariah 
is the first one in 400 years to see an angel. Zechariah is in the Holy of Holies lighting incense to God. God sends an answer to an old prayer by an angel by the name of Gabriel. And the first thing Zechariah can do is tell him what the problems are. Tell him what the natural issues are. But what Zechariah is missing is there's an angel in front of him. The angel ain't natural. That God is doing something supernatural in front of him. And he's trying to bring up a natural issue about why it can't work. And I've come by to tell somebody today that God's trying to do something supernatural in your life. And you keep trying to bring up every natural excuse about why it can't be for you. But I want to let you know that if God said it, that settles it. And it's more than enough. I come by to let you know that God wants to move you past who you are naturally. That's right. Naturally, you may not be much, but supernaturally, God can do something and turn your life around. Naturally, you may not be the smartest. You may not be the sharpest knife in the drawer, but supernaturally, by the empowering of the Holy Ghost, that God can do a work in you. Have I got somebody in here? Say, touch me, God, and do a work in me. Touch me, God, and change my life. Touch me, God, and rearrange my circumstances. Touch me, Holy Spirit. If you could be sure of it, it wouldn't be faith. And you wouldn't need God. But if God is in it, it's a faith journey. If God is in it, then you can't be sure of it, but you can be certain of it. Whew, I said something right there. See, too many of us are looking for a reason to be sure of it. Uh, because we're looking for the natural reason it can happen. Uh, but there's some things I can't be sure of, uh, but I can be certain of. Uh, you see, I may not be sure uh, of how it's going to happen, uh, but I can be certain uh, that God is able. Uh, and if God said God's going to do it, uh, then God's going to do it. Uh, turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, uh, I may not be sure, uh, but I'm certain of this one thing. Uh, if God be for me, uh, more than the world against me. I wish I had a church in here that would give God glory for the certainty of the ability of God, for the certainty of the power of God, for the certainty of the majestic majesty of God. I may not be sure but I'm certain. Last thing and I'm done. Whew. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody need to give God glory. See, when God's doing a work in your situation, the enemy will toss something up to cause you not to be sure. But God will give you a word for you to be certain. And you've got to hold on to God's word. Even when you're not sure. Even. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. The last thing. The last thing. Uh, God's got a blessing. With your name. Slam on it. Slam. Slam on it. There's a song that often the old saints would sing. Oh, you grow spill. Hush. Hush, somebody's calling your name. Uh, it gets to a point that says, sounds like Jesus. Somebody's calling your name. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. What shall I do? What shall I do? One of the challenges I believe that I face often in watching, and I love y'all, and I follow many of y'all on social media, and one of the challenges I see, not just from y'all, but just from folks in general on social media, is there's a predisposition 
uh, to talk about your haters. Uh, social media has a predisposition to talk about people who are calling you out of your name. Uh, talk about uh, folks who are uh, talking about you behind your back. Uh, folks who are misusing your name. Uh, but I, I've come by to let you know that sometimes along your journey, God's got to shut you up long enough for you to understand that your name is ringing out in rooms you'll never get to. There are rooms you haven't been in. And that God has your name ringing out because God's got a blessing with your name. What? Slam on it. If you look at the scripture, what you'll see is that Zechariah went and told the angel, how can I be sure of this? Uh, after the angel gave Zechariah his reasoning for why he can be sure, uh, the angel then says, and now you will be silent and not able to speak until the day this happens. Uh, because Ze the angel understood that sometimes when God's doing a work, God can move and you not contradict what God is doing. what God has for us. Not because God has not had it for us, but because we keep talking ourselves out of the blessing God has for us. That we keep running our mouth contrary to the power of God in our lives. But is there anybody in here that can say, God's got a blessing with my name? Slam on it. Let, let me show you here. The angel right before he told Zechariah to shut up. Uh, when Zechariah said, how in the world is this going to happen? How can I be sure of this? And the Bible says the angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God. And I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you the good news. Okay, that went over your head. Let me come back for you. The angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I've been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. The angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. In other words, Gabriel says that God was talking about you. That we had a meeting in the throne room. And in the throne room, your name came up. Is there somebody up in here that is grateful to know that every now and then, in the heavenlies of heavens, your name comes up? Is there anybody in here that is grateful to know that every now and then, in the throne room of God, your name comes up. And when your name comes up, God puts a blessing with your name slam on it. Uh, the, the, the God told Gabriel to go down and tell Zachariah that Elizabeth and him are going to have a baby. Because I've decided what I want to do in this world that their child is going to be the forerunner to the Christ. And their child is going to be John the Baptist. And he's going to set the stage because I'm about to send my son. I'm about to send him through Elizabeth's cousin by the name of Mary. And you've got to understand, Gabriel, uh, don't tell him uh, that it's going to be an immaculate conception. Uh, but tell him that when he gets home, he got some work to do. Uh, because him and his wife are about to have a child. That's for the grown folks in the room. Uh, him and his wife are about to have a child. Uh, and his name shall be called John. Uh, and he's going to speak to a generation uh, and let them know I'm about to move uh, and to do some things in there. In other words... Uh, I need you to let him know uh, that I'm about to do a work through him and his wife uh, that's about to change the fabric of society. Uh, uh, that God was having uh, a conversation in the throne room uh, about Zachariah. Uh, and God sent me by to let you know, uh, like I'm the angel Gabriel today, uh, to tell you there's a conversation uh, uh, happening in the throne room of the kingdom of God. 
God with your name on it and God's having a conversation about you to let you know that God's about to do a work in your life you just got to shut your mouth and know that somebody is calling your name have I got somebody in here that can stop worrying so much about who's hating on you and worry more about who's blessing you stop worrying so much about who's against you and start worrying about who's for you stop worrying so much about who's scandalizing your name and start paying attention to who's sanctifying your name oh I've got a new name over in glory and it's mine turn to your name and say neighbor I don't know what you're going through but God is having a conversation with your name slam on it I wish I had somebody that would give God glory and say God I thank you for calling my name God I thank you for letting me know I'm ready God I thank you that it's my time God I thank you that it's my season God I thank you that you're up to something it's been a long dry season it's been a rough season you felt quiet to me but God I thank you that even though I didn't hear from you you were talking about me somebody give God glory somebody give God praise somebody celebrate God have I got a witness in here somebody need to give God a shout I thank God today but God been calling some names I, I see sister Angelique up in here sister Angela I see you sis I'm sorry Dr. Angelique cause God was calling her name in the portals of glory I remember being at the house dealing with the bad news of the killing of your son Ace Baby but I thank God that God was calling her name and said she will be strengthened she will be comforted and while her son was killed she just got a PhD in criminal justice somebody give God glory God was calling her name I say somebody in here God is calling your name somebody shout Daniel Bradley Reverend Bill told you earlier Minister Dan they didn't think he was gonna make it four years ago told him he needed a heart and a kidney but I thank God that right now he just got a heart transplant and a kidney transplant and is recovering well somebody give God glory because God had a blessing with his name slam on it turn to your neighbor and say neighbor God knows your name God knows your name God knows your name and God's got a blessing with your name slam on it see ya see ya see ya somebody give God glory now is the time a time a possibility in this Advent season that God is up to something hallelujah by the glory hallelujah by the glory hallelujah God's got a blessing with your name, my name, slam on it. Somebody point to yourself, my name. God knows my name. Woo. I don't know about you, but that's something God knows. My name. And every now and then, God decides to have a conference with the angels. Say, I got something for Tony Lee. I need you to go down and let him know that everything is going to be all right. 
Somebody today, God said, I've got a word for my son. I've got a word for my daughter. And Gabriel, I need you to go down and let them know everything is going to be. Sister Chinese, I know it's rough, but God said everything. Hold on, daughter. God will give you and your family strength and comfort. Blessing with your name, slam on it. Won't you stand all over the church, all that are able? Ah, I like that. That's an old song, Reverend Bill. He used to sing a song that the Lord is blessing me right now. Oh, right now. The Lord, God Almighty, is blessing me right now. Oh, right now. Woke me up this morning and started me on my way. The Lord, oh, oh is blessing me right now. Oh, <laughs> right now. Look, I, I, I have an assignment for today. I've got two assignments. But one, the assignments on today is to cause somebody to have a moment, a personal reflection. Because God wants to remind you of an old prayer. Somebody, there's a prayer you've given up on. There's a prayer that you thought was past your reach or your grasp. There's something, an aspiration, a hope. Something that for you, you felt was a possibility that seems like it has eluded you. And the Lord sent me by to let you know that God answers old prayers and gives you fresh hope. Somebody even as I said that, it came to your mind what it was. If that's you, raise your hand. If that's you, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to know that in this season of Advent, on this Sunday of hope, God is bringing fresh hope for old prayers. God's got a blessing with your name. Slam on it. God is doing something. God is up to something. There's a second group I've come to pray for. The second group is a group that you feel like the children of Israel. You feel like it's been a long time since you've really heard from God. It's been a quiet season. That you keep praying. The children of Israel kept praying. But they weren't getting any fresh word. And that can be a challenging time because you can often feel like God's not there. When really God is moving in silence on your behalf. If that's you and it feels like it's been a quiet season, a quiet time, just raise your hand. Just raise your hand. God bless you. God bless you. I want you to hear this. One of the challenges of a quiet time is it can also be an isolated time. That you can feel very lonely because you feel like God's not with you. But I've come by to let you know that God is with you. But not just that God is with you, God is for you. God is with you and God is for you. I just want to pray. It's oh. a third group I need to add to this prayer. Third group is a group that this holiday season has been hard for you. It's been hard whether it's as a result of grief and who's not there. It's been hard whether it's on family situations 
and the holiday season reminds you of the challenges you have in your own family dynamics or it's been hard and the season can be very hard because this holiday season can often remind us of what we don't have or where we are not financially. If this holiday season has been a season in which you felt uh, a funk come over you, depression, anxiety, sadness, weighing you down. Just raise your hand. Just raise your hand. My Lord. My Lord. My Lord, you can put your hands down. A trick of the enemy is to take seasons of joy and make them seasons of sorrow. And so it is my prayer over those three groups that I shared that I want you to know that God knows your name. And God can meet you in every space that you are. God can meet you right where you are. And God can get you through the other side. The other thing is that God does bring gifts and talents to the body of believers. Because remember, I said the enemy will use this kind of moment to isolate you. And it's in this season that I need you to reach out and I need us to be reaching out to all of those around us. Uh, someone to talk to. Mental health professionals to be with and talk with. Uh, prayer partners to pray with. Folks to just who you know will be able to give you your space when you need it, but can hold you when you need to be held. Because we've got to be in this what? Together. Because 2023 is the year of what? We. It's the year of we. Let me pray for you. God, in Jesus' name, we give you glory. God, we give you glory today. Because even in the midst of all that we're going through, you're up to something. In the midst of every challenge, in the midst of every dark hour, I thank you, God, you are with us and you care. So God, in the name of Lord Jesus, we speak healing where healing is needed. We speak comfort where comfort is needed. We speak opportunity where opportunity is needed. We speak friendships where friendships are needed. God, in Jesus' name, wrap your arms around your people. God, I thank you, God, that you are a God who brings hope for old prayers. God, in Jesus' name, rekindle our hope and our sense of kingdom expectation that you can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask, think, or imagine. God, we give you glory today. God, in Jesus' name, we give you glory, God for what you're doing in hospital rooms. We give you glory, God, for your hand upon Minister Daniel Bradley. God, we've been praying a long time for that heart and that kidney. Now, God, in Jesus' name, let them be overachievers. Let that heart and that kidney, God, connect with him in such a way that it blesses his body and blesses his health. God, we pray for his wife, who is pregnant right now. And we thank you, Jesus, that you, God, have given Minister Dan new heart and new kidney so he can be a healthy father and raise his child with a long life. In the name of Jesus, bless Sister Sheikah right now. Even, God, as she has been holding him up, even while pregnant, bless that child inside of her. We speak health upon baby and mama. In the name, Lord Jesus, we give you glory. God, we thank you, God, for every family represented here. We thank you, God, for every person represented. For those who are grieving, God, give comfort in Jesus' name. For those, God, who are feeling sad or bound or depressed, we speak joy and peace over their hearts. In the name of Lord Jesus, let the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, guard their hearts and their minds. In Christ Jesus, we pray. God, in Jesus' name, we thank you that you're up to something, 
God, there's some folks that feel like it's been a long season. They haven't heard from you in a long time. Feel like their prayers are bouncing off the ceiling. But I thank you, God, even though you, they have not, they feel like they haven't heard from you. It doesn't mean you haven't heard from them. And I thank you, God, that you don't have to talk to move. But I thank you, Jesus, for how you're moving in the silence. I give you glory. Now, God, speak to them in fresh new ways in this season. Let them know, God, you never left them or forsake them. But God, let them know, God, that you are with them. So God, we thank you today for what you're doing in this house. And we give you glory, God, for the lives you're changing, the hearts you're rearranging. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Come on, somebody give God glory. You receive that. Before we move, before we move, before we move, if you are not saved, if you have never accepted Jesus as the Lord and the Savior of your life, today is your day and this is your moment. This is the day for you to give your heart, give your life to Christ. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God sent you this way, whether you're watching us online or whether you're right here in this sanctuary. God sent you this way so that God can make all the difference in your life. And God knows your name. We say this every Sunday at Community of Hope. We're the Community of Hope where everyone has a chance. We don't care who you are, what you've done, or who you did it with. We don't care if you did it last night and woke up doing it this morning. When you get here, you're in the right place at the right time to become all that God has called you to be. And we believe that God's got a blessing with your name. God's got a blessing with your name slam on it. If you've never accepted Jesus as the Lord and Savior of your life, if you're online or you may need a church home, you're already saved but you need a church home, or you just want to rededicate your faith, today is your day and this is your moment. If that's you, wherever you are, won't you just raise your hand? If that's you, wherever you are, if you're not saved, if you need a church home, won't you just raise your hand today? is your day and this is your moment. If that's you, if that's you, won't you just lift your hand? We want to make sure if that's you. If you're online, you can just be able to right there in the chat, click the link in the chat. Or if you're watching us on Roku, Apple TV, Google TV, Fire TV, you can just text the word, one word, hope decision to 77411, 77411. We will connect with you and we will celebrate with you. Uh, being able to connect with us right now. Community of Hope, I want you all to help me. I want you to help me. When I say go, I want you to turn to three folks, wait till I say go, and ask them two questions. Y'all know my questions. One is, are you saved? Two is, do you have a church home? One is, are you saved? Two is, do you have a church home? Say, neighbor, look, I'll raise my hand for you, but we just want to pray for you today. Come on, turn to three folks and just ask them, neighbor, are you saved? You got a church? You want to give your life to Christ today? Is there someone today, someone today, someone today? There is someone today. You're not saved, you need a church home. Today's your day, this is your moment. Today is 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 your day, this is your moment. If you're not saved, you need a church. Today is your day. This is your moment. I know you didn't come planning for this to be your day, but today's your day. Won't you come online? Just text Hope Decision to the number 77411. Hope Decision to the number 77411. The number 77, if you're not saved, if you need a church, today's your day. This is your moment. If you're saved and glad about it, got a church home and excited about it, come on, give God a hand clap of praise in the house today. Now, if you weren't able to clap and be honest, or if you kind of hit the clap, but you know it was a bojangly clap because you really ain't saved or don't have a church. 
there's still time for you. Be honest with yourself in this moment. Forget everybody around you. Forget what anybody's ever said about you. We just want to make sure you receive the love of Christ in this moment. If you're not saved or if you need a church, just be honest with yourself. Right where you are, just lift your hands. There's someone today. There's someone today. There's someone today. There's someone today. So let me share this with you. Sometimes there are times in my spirit in which the spirit will whisper to me there's still somebody. I'm not saying that's what's happening in this moment. Other times it'll just be me being like, there should not be a Sunday at Community of Hope that don't nobody get saved and nobody get to church. That's not an arrogant statement. That's a statement of that this is a place where folks get saved. And this is a place where folks' lives get changed. So we want to thank God for anyone who has joined us online and we are grateful to God for anyone who has accepted Christ online and we thank God. But I know and I've been doing this long enough that I know that I don't want anybody to leave who has not been able to receive under the expectation that tomorrow is promised. Come on, somebody need to give God praise for this young brother. God bless you, sir. God bless you, young man. Bless you, man. Bless you. God bless you. God bless you, young man. Thank you for bringing him down, bro. Thank you, brother Jimmy. Huh? This your father? This your father. Amen, somebody. Amen, amen. And, th and this one of your team players, Brother Jimmy. And we want to thank God for Brother Jimmy who brought one of his team, who brought, brings his team. And we see other members of the team here. His father who is here, amen. This young man's father who is here has come with him. Listen. Sometimes, and I'm going to tell y'all what just happened. Sometimes the Lord will whisper to you what you need to do. Sometimes. You need to have a sense of expectation that even when God's not whispering, that you just have a sense of expectation of what should happen in your life and the kind of impact God has caused you to have. Is that making sense to somebody? In the history of Community of Hope, in the almost 17 years, I can count on one hand the number of Sundays somebody didn't get saved to join the church because we have a sense of expectation that this is a place where lives are changed. Is that making sense to somebody? So for me, that wasn't that I heard. Last Sunday, I was waiting because the Spirit said, wait. This Sunday, I just was like waiting because I was like, the devil is a liar. Because somebody need to, and look what the Lord has done. And it's a young brother of strength and possibility. With his father standing next to him and his coach standing beside. Don't y'all tell me what black men ain't doing up in here. Is there anyone else that you want to come down? Anyone else online? Just text Hope Decision to 77411. Anyone else today? Anyone else today? Let this young brother be the leader he is. Amen? Anyone else today? Anyone else today? Just turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, you sure you don't need to go down? You sure? Tell him, I'll go down with you. I'll walk down with you. I got your back. We'll go down together. Anybody else today? Anybody else today? Anybody else today? God bless you. We see you. God bless your heart. God bless your heart. Bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for bringing it down. God bless you. God bless you. Anyone else? Anyone else today? 
Anyone else today? Anyone else today? Today's a good day to make decision on this first Sunday of Advent. Because why? Because God is up to something. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, God is up to something. Now ask him, are you sure you don't want to go down? You sure? You sure? I, I, I'll go down with you. Is there anybody else today? Anybody else today? Anybody else today? We got one for the Father, one for the Son. Might as well get one for the Holy Ghost. Amen. Ah. <laughs> God bless you. Look at this. We got two for one sale. Amen, somebody. Look at God. <laughs> this is one of Brother Jimmy's player's sister. Amen, somebody. Anybody else? Anybody else? I told y'all one for the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, overflow. We don't want to stop you, amen? Amen. You can be some more overflow, amen? Amen. Just one more time, just turn and ask your neighbor, you sure you don't need to go down? You sure? You sure? Tell him, I got you. I got you. You sure? You sure? He holding up service for you. Why? Because God's got a blessing with your name slam on it. There's someone else today. God bless you. God bless you. God bless your heart. God bless you. God bless you. Excuse me, I just love God, amen. And I love watching what God to see. Last Sunday, softly for me, please. Last Sunday, I told you all that God had me hold on, and there was a couple that came down, but that was because this Lord whispered, There's still someone else. This Sunday, I told you I didn't hear the whisper. I didn't hear anything. I didn't feel anything, Reverend Bill. But just something in me was like, when you live life on purpose, there are certain expectations you have when you walk in a room. I don't believe God has created me to preach the gospel and lives not get changed. if no one came and praise the Lord I'm just still expecting a life was changed amen but I believe there's fruit from what God does and I have a sense of expectation I'm saying that not to talk to you all about me I'm saying I need you to have a higher expectation of your life and I need you to stop looking at what's in front of you as what it has to be but I need you to call more out of situations in which it doesn't look to be as fruitful as you think it is. Because the fruit is there, your expectation has to connect with what's in the room. Is that making sense to somebody? Good God Almighty, Reverend Bill, you may not be sure, but you can be certain. Amen? Because of what God is doing. Everybody at the altar, I want to thank God for y'all. I want to thank God for y'all. I am so excited. What up, soldier? I, I want you at any point during here, if you want to come down, you can come on down too. Amen. Uh, online, please, please type text Hope Decision to 77411. We believe that God's got a blessing with your name slam on it to our online folks. To our, this is my camera because it's got the red light on. Online, I was looking all back there, wasn't no light on. Here we go. Oh, this is my Bishop Jake's move. Get ready, get ready, get ready. <laughs> Online, we believe God's got a blessing with your name slam on it. And so you just text 
Hope Decision, one word, the 77411. Uh, get the change God has for your life. We believe the same spirit that's moving in here is moving right there in your living room, in your bedroom, in your kitchen, on your job, in your car, moving through your phone, through your laptop, through your TV, can touch your family. I believe that the whole family needs to get saved and join this church right now. I need you to connect with us. Click the link or text Hope Decision, one word, to 77411. Amen. Everybody here at the altar, I want y'all to repeat this prayer with me, all right? It's my words, but it'll be your faith. It's my words, but it's your faith. Say, God, I thank you for Jesus who died for me and you raised from the dead that I could be saved. Please forgive me for my sins. I don't want to live that way anymore. And right now, I ask Jesus to come into my heart and be in control of my life. I want to live the way you want me to live and be the person that you've called me to be. So today, I thank you that I'm saved, got a church home, rededicated my faith. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And amen. Come on, somebody give God a hand clap of praise. Somebody shout, welcome to the family. Come on, shout it real loud. Welcome to the family. Lastly, before I run to the back for benediction, I need y'all to see what happened here. I need you all to see what happened here. There's a lesson here. There's a lesson here. Brother Jimmy Coach brought team to church. As a coach in community, God used his leadership. Amen. Young man comes down, father beside him, because his father's with him. Leadership, right? Nobody was down here, right? It looked like I'd already said that if you saved and glad about it, give God a hand clap of praise. Everybody gave God a hand clap of praise. We was about on our way to benediction, right? Young man comes down, and what happens? Because of his leadership, others come down. We could have ended the service, but because this young man and his leadership came down, others were able to follow. You have the ability to impact your generation. Listen to me. We can't afford for you to be a follower. We're depending on you to be a leader. I feel this in my spirit. I feel the, the spirit of the Lord whispering to me. We are depending on you to be a leader. Literally, lives depend on you being a leader. There are lives that will be changed. There are lives that will be saved because you don't follow. You lead. Being a follower is beneath you. It's beneath you. Riding because others are riding, doing what others are doing, hanging with others, that's beneath you. God has given you everything you need to make the decisions that can impact your generation. There's more in you than you know. That's why God has put the people God has put around you to pour into you because we're depending on you in this season. And God did this just to show you that when you lead, lives are changed and your generation is impacted. What's your name? Carlos? Carlos Williams. Carlos Williams. You're Carlos Williams. And you're Carlos Williams. I want to show y'all how gangster that just was. I said, what's your name? He said, Carlos. He said, Williams. Right? Because Pops was like, hold on, hold on. You're going to need to know. He called Carlos Williams. And I'm Carlos Williams. Because this is my son. And who I am well pleased. And so where he stands, I stand. 
I stand beside him and he carries my name with him. Are, are y'all seeing what I'm... Don't y'all let people tell you what black men and boys are not doing. There was a strength and a character in the way the father said it that lets me understand the strength and character in the son. The father was like, Williams, Williams, Carlos Williams, ain't no middle names. Right? Same joint. It's incredible to see what the Lord is doing. Amen? Brother Carlos, I promise you this. Surely as you're standing here, surely as I'm standing here, if you will grab a hold of God's hand, you will be great. I promise you it. I see it all over you. Somebody grab me that oil right there, please, if you don't mind. Brother Carlos, I want to do something. This ain't spooky. I just want to pray for you. In the scripture, there's a prophet by the name of Samuel. And God called Samuel to go to Jesse's house to anoint the next king. He went to Jesse's house to anoint the next king. And Jesse brought all, all his sons. But God said, it's none of them. They look like kings. They look like the best. Boom, boom. Samuel said, Jesse, do you have another son? He said, I got a son named David. He out in the field taking care of the sheep. He said, bring him back. Brought him back. God said, that's the one. That's the one that'll be king. And what happened is when Samuel anointed him, he took oil. Oil is just a symbol to say that he would be king. It was years before David actually became king, but he was anointed as king. And I just want, if you don't mind, to just touch your hand, anoint you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. God touched Carlos from the top of his head the soles of his feet. We thank you, God, that he shall rule. He shall be king. He shall be great. And God, we give you glory that what you have for him is for him. And no devil in hell can keep him from it. Carlos, the only thing that can keep you from your destiny is you. The only thing that can get in your way is you. But if you will put your hand in God's hand, what God has spoken over your life in this moment will come to pass. I speak prosperity. I speak generational wealth. I speak health. I speak wisdom. I speak emotional intelligence over your life. Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Come on, somebody give God a hand clap of praise. Grab my Amen. Amen. If you all can follow Reverend Minister Terrence, Reverend Terrence, Minister.